Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hey, what it is, Duke City. Happy Friday, y'all. You made it through another week. The boys are so proud of you. I can't even tell you. It's another Fredless Friday. Just another Fredless Friday. Whoa, whoa. Lucky for me, on the other side of the glass, I got Robert Buck D. Gibson. What's happening, my dude? Man, it's good. I, I was having a good day until it became cloudy all of a sudden. It's ominous. Yeah, what's up with that? I'm not, like, right when the weekend's kicking off, it had to do that. I think I think the clouds had, like, a scully cap on or something. Did you see them waves? Yeah, All they, across the sky? I, I had to appreciate that. <laughs> they just needed to get edged up a little bit. Yeah, just edge it up a little bit on the sides. They'd be looking clean. <laughs> Speaking of clean, you're always looking clean, Robert. It's Friday, baby. Yeah, I got me a little haircut, too. I today. see, you, I see. You, can't, you, can't, you can only tell, like, around my ears. It, like, it never grows long enough or fast oh, yeah. enough to yeah. be able to tell I got a haircut. But the ears and neck look clean. You know, you know I just came from the barber. Same. Welcome to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and I am powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee right now. I am jacked up. I am amped. I am ready to go. LFG, baby. It's Friday. We start our days at the YMCA. We have lunch at 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Robert, I kept this a secret from you. Ready? What's up? We have a little Teller Vodka tasting today in the 6 o'clock hour. Are you oh, excited? Oh, I'm clock watching. Chris, <laughs> it's 5 o'clock something. We could start early. Man. You know me. You know how I roll. The powerful and talented owner-operator, head distiller at Teller Vodka, Chris Lurig, is going to be joining us in the 6 o'clock hour and taking us on a little magical adventure of all the things that Teller Vodka has to offer. If you come and hang out with us on Fridays at Isotope Stadium during the season, you know we're sipping on that watermelon walk-off. But they have tons of other great cocktails, too, and we're going to be tasting all of them in the 6 o'clock hour if I can make it that far. I'm going to be disciplined <laughs> and make it that far. But I, I promise not to catch up if you start early. Deal. Until 7.01. You know you got a pretty decent job when you have to Uber from work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not leaving the bar. Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not taking the Uber of shame from some girl's house. Yeah. I am leaving work in an Uber today. That's a good problem to have. Hey, that's a great problem to have. Working for a great company when that happens. <laughs> just kidding. I'm a responsible drinker. We're just going <laughs> to sip. We're going to sip. Yes. But not like a, like a proper wine tasting. I'm not going to spit it out in a bucket. Oh, no. That's like a waste. Some, some psychopath. Yeah, that's a waste. I'm going to drink it. 
You ever done like a proper wine tasting, gone out to the vineyard and done the whole thing? Yeah, and that's why I found out they do that. I didn't know that until I was doing the tasting and they were like, I, I was with a big group and I was like, what are they doing? It's like, you, you know, you're not supposed, you're just supposed to wet your palate. My, my palate goes down to my stomach, okay? Yes. And, t- and all that connects all the way to your liver. Exactly. Yeah. We filter out the bad stuff. First wine tasting I went to, I was like, does the winner get to drink the bucket? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Who wins the bucket? <laughs> the prize is the bucket. <laughs> this, this one is probably my favorite. What's, what is this? Is this Pinot Noir? <laughs> no, that's our spit bucket, Van. Like, Yeah, that goes in the trash. I've asked you three times to leave, Van. You're still here. Listen, I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> I subscribe to Wine Monthly. Listen. Let, let, that's let. when you know <laughs> that's when you know the tasting experience was top notch. Oh, for sure. For sure. In the chat, Brandon Ortega says L F G. Brandon, you know where the studio is. If you want to come down in the six o'clock hour. And do some teller tasting, buddy. Let's go. Don't lie on Brandon like that. He does not use the F. I know. I added the F. Ah, you can't do him like that. He just said, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know he did. The The loyal listeners and friends of the show know he did, too. <laughs> I know. Albuquerque's sweetheart. Back-to-back-to-back New Mexico sportscaster of the year. Friend of the show. Friend in real life. Father of the year. Talented musician. Everyone's favorite sportscaster, KOB TV own, uh, very own star of TV and radio, Brandon Ortega, does not throw F-bombs around like that. You are correct, Robert. Never. Put some respect on that man's name. Got a great program for you today. We're talking a little sprinkle of World Cup. We're talking a little Lamar Jackson. Talk about some Aaron Judge speculation. Talking about Travis Kelsey throwing shade at the whole town of Cincinnati Hmm. and state of Ohio, which, you know, kind of deserve it. Kind of deserve it. It's Kelsey. I don't don't think he would be himself if he didn't do what he did. Is KD about to be on the move? Is he about to throw another hissy fit and get out of Brooklyn? And I got two more stories I'm not going to preview. I'm just going to tell you. In real time when we come to it. And I want to get your reaction in real time. Okay. And then, of course, all the NFL weekend preview you can handle, Albuquerque. We're going hard on the NFL in the 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock hour. I got some uh, some prognostication. It should, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed, it should be a good weekend for the NFL. I'm stoked. I know I've been down on the NFL this whole season, but I think this weekend, this this Sunday might make up for it. Got some good matchups. We're going to have to watch it on replay. Yep. Because the boys will be busy. Busy on Sunday. We got the, the charity event with Locker 505 Sunday morning. Shopping sprees at Macy's for kids in need. Shout out to Macy's and uh, McDonald's and Daniel's Plumbing and Heating and some other great community sponsors that we'll love to recap on Monday after we do it. But uh, I'm excited. And then yeah. we got the Nutcracker after oh, that. Oh, yeah. 
That's a full day. A Christmas tradition like no other. Hey, so I got a hot date on Sunday, Robert. I'm trying to figure out, was that sarcasm or were you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Our first date's going to be at the Nutcracker. Oh, you messing up. Oh, okay, Van's messing up. Let's you, you messing under, up. Un- understatement of the century. Oh, you messing up. Lunch and cocktails first, though. Oh, you really messing up. Go on. No, I, Tell me all, the error I, of my ways. Do you know it's December? So hey. your first, the, this is the first date? This is that's correct. Yeah. Oh man, first date in December, and it's the Nutcracker. Yeah. After you already have cocktail and eat. Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna monitor this one. <laughs> you think you think I'm gonna be shacked up and I, like? I'm gonna monitor this one. Is it is it too good of a first date? Yeah, in, in man. The, it's in the wrong holiday season. Yeah, it's a lot of expectations after that. Spirits. Um, both literal and metaphorical, right. will be flowing on Sunday. Yeah. Get, get too attached to you. Are you worried about that the Christmas season dating? Oh, yeah. Now, you know me. We've had this conversation before. Usually I don't date in between the day after Halloween yeah. and, and the day after uh, Valentine's Day. Right. I'm insanely single during yeah. those months. If you're not locked in before Halloween, you playing with fire. You better be super serious. And you know I go hard on the holidays. Yeah. Like with partying with friends and, you know, the family events. And I'm always go, go, go. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't just bring in some strange and, like, just bring them home to Christmas. That's not what I do. Mm-hmm. But are you worried about your boy that the first date might be too perfect with yeah. a nice, nice lunch somewhere in Knob Hill and walk <sighs> across the street? Yeah. I'm going to be the last to Pope man Joy Hall. I'm going to be the last man standing. <laughs> I'm calling it now. You got the best date on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Two. Well, I don't know. My youngest is, she's got the flu. Oh, no. Yeah, found out last night, had to take her to the ER. She has the flu. Is that what I think you had earlier in the week? I think so. I had a hint of that. But luckily for you, you had a couple hot toddies at Howie's. Hey, knocked it right on out. Yeah. You look, from like the second the show was over to the second you finished that Howie's Hot Toddy, yeah. you were a different person. Yeah, I felt it too. So we all just doing community service all weekend, no shows? No, this is the calm before the storm. Next week is when, next week I'm at End of the Mountain Gods. Um, I'm back here on this Thursday, End of the Mountain Gods, back here Friday, and then Saturday I'm off to Colorado. Was that Saturday the 10th is End of the Mountain Gods? No, uh, that's a Thursday. Oh, a Thursday at yeah. the end? Yeah, I'm going to miss this show um, Thursday. Man, why can't you do a weekend? I love Rio Doso. You can find a reason to go down there. Uh, no, uh, well, Excuse this, me, sorry, sorry. This is my Rui Doso. See, this is my second time going there, and the first time was always oh, amazing. Dude, the, End of the Mountain Gods is fire. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. It's an unpaid endorsement, by the way. What do you want to hit first? The little uh, the World Cup right when we get back? Yeah, let's do that. Nothing pushes the meter in American sports like soccer. Soccer talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. You better give me that, give me that. Yeah. What it is, Duke City. Welcome back to the program. 
You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. I'm going to tell you what. We went really hard sports adjacent yesterday, so I'm going to try to keep it a little more sportsy today, Robert. Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah, let's do that. Is that okay with the listener? 505-246-0610. We'll open up the phone lines up until 5. Uh, when you hit us with your hot takes, what do you got going on in your world? Robert, I just saw that NIL story that you yeah, sent me. We're gonna, yeah. definitely going to hit that in the 5 o'clock hour. But let's talk a little World Cup. And this, and it didn't look that bad in real time, but USA's uh, forward Pulisic got kicked in the bone, in the in the berries. You saw that last game, right? Yeah, you didn't think that was bad? It didn't look – no, I'm saying it didn't look as bad in real time. Okay. And I was like, oh, he just kind of like fell over, and they, they kind of just, just fell on each other. No big whoop. But apparently he got kicked in the nugget pouch a lot harder than it appeared. Yeah, because when they showed it on, on slow-mo, I, w- I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would have made that go. Direct hit. Yes. Yes. Got him right in the nugget pouch. I mean, and that's – look, ladies, we get it. You have higher pain tolerance. You're stronger than us. But have a little heart, would you, when we're talking about how sensitive the boys are downstairs? Yeah. When you go south of the border, like even just a tap, like we're both in our 40s. Um, I'm 40 on the dot. Robert, you're a, you're a sprinkle older. Yeah. Um, you could just sit on the fellas wrong. and. and <laughs> And you're out of it. Like you like you go to sit down and like your underwear accidentally shifts like a quarter of an inch and then you you pinch the boys and it is an absolute horror show. So I feel for our dude in the blue, Christian Pulisic. And here here's the quote, and I love this so much. After the goal I got hit hard in the coin purse. And this yeah. is a direct quote, by the right. way. Right. While they were checking me out, I pissed red, white, and blue. I looked at the trainers and asked, USA, and they said, no, internal bleeding, and that's when they rushed me to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I number one. That is hilarious. I love the timing of that joke. I love the punchline. I love sprinkling in some red, white, and blue patriotism. Yeah. And know what else I love? He bounced back from that coin purse injury. And he's going to play tomorrow morning. Oh, he's way better than me. I'm retiring. I'm done. If I pee blood from soccer, yeah. I'm retiring. Yeah. Something was shifted or ruptured that shouldn't have been. I'm good. So I have to take that back because I, I said yesterday I was I was like, oh, come on, give me a break for he put it on the line for his country. I take that back. He really did. Yes, he put it all on the line. He put his ability to bear children on the line to like procreate. He, his ability to, for his bloodline to continue is in jeopardy. <laughs> That's the biggest sacrifice a man can make. Unless it's by choice and a doctor does it. Yeah. And, and that's completely reasonable. It's the age of consent, Robert. I know you know that. And now they got to play the powerhouse... Netherlands tomorrow morning. Look, Netherlands are always like my number two team just because they're fire orange kits. Oh, yeah. That orange, is it pops. That bright orange is so dope. 
So dope. Here, let's do that. Let's do. If I don't, if I don't assign a better varsity throughout the show, we're gonna do the varsity of soccer kits. Got you. I'm gonna do that in the six o'clock hour. It's gonna be a good one because we're gonna have a couple uh, Teller cocktails in us by the time we do the varsity of soccer kits. So a big task is upon us tomorrow morning. And by the way, you gonna go watch uh, the match somewhere? Probably not go anywhere. I'd watch. I'm gonna watch it at home. I sent out some feelers to a couple of the homies. You can join too. I think I might go to a friend of the show, Hollow Spirits, have a breakfast beer and watch the match. Okay. That's like my favorite thing about the World Cup is kind of like the holidays or a birthday. It's completely reasonable for you to start drinking early. Time zones, you got to love that. That This is the epitome of it's whatever o'clock somewhere. You start drinking at 7.30 in the morning on a random Tuesday, you have a problem. You need help. Yeah, something's wrong. You do it on the morning of your birthday. You do it on a holiday. You do it on the World Cup. It is completely reasonable. Sign me up. And that would literally be me tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how they're ranked. I should have should have got this list out during a commercial break. Look at me now. The rankings have to be all messed up. Because you got some heavy hitters that, that aren't going to be in the round of 16 that you usually would think would be there. Uh, I, I wonder. So I got the... Power 10 right here. Obviously, Brazil's number one. Let's just do the FIFA ranking. Let's see how okay. they officially rank them. Brazil one, Belgium two. Belgium missed out. Belgium is not in the round of 16. Argentina, France, England. We tied England. That's a good sign. Italy, Spain. Spain has been whipping up on people. And then coming in at number eight, the Netherlands. So that's pretty good. The number eight team in the world. Number eight country in the world, excuse me. FIFA has us ranked 16th. Which Barely. Which is not bad. Which is not bad. Congratulations. Barely ahead of Colombia and Senegal. <laughs> I, I saw that. Um, I was surprised by this. I saw that America's only won one game in the round of 16 in the history. Of World Cup. We've only cared about soccer for like I two said, minutes. I said, what? <laughs> that, that goes back to, I was thinking we had a chance. We don't have a chance. I think we do have a chance. <laughs> well, we have a chance against the Netherlands. A small chance. But I, if if we do beat them, we're out of there. I, I, don't, I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, if you do beat the Netherlands, that ties for your best performance in the history of the World Cup. Right. So it's obviously huge. Yeah. Maybe you might get lucky. Maybe the brackets shake up and, you you know, someone who not supposed to win uh, wins. But, but then you get a, a matchup with a cupcake, and then you get to move on further. Nah, man, ain't no cupcakes. But there are a few that, if you would have said they would have been in the round of 16 when this started, you wouldn't have picked them. So that's that's something that's working in our favor. 
in true United States propaganda, Fox Sports has the United States ranked 10th. FIFA has a 16th. Yeah, well, what were they? Netherlands are seven. What were they? List. What were they basing our tenth ranking off of? Uh, advertising. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> we didn't pay FIFA enough to get a higher ranking. That we never pay FIFA. Mm-mm. Not hard. So, would you say it, Spain and Argentina are the favorites? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what the brackets look like. I don't know if they can see each other before, like, the final. Hopefully, they're in different ends of this bracket. You don't want them to play before the, the championship, if, that, if that's the case. I mean, there's some opportunities for some upsets. Yeah. And then the round of 16 uh, is officially set. Uh, very first match, Netherlands versus USA. Then after that, Argentina, Australia. See, Australia is one of those teams that can pull an upset and mm-hmm. pose a, a better matchup against uh, the Yankees later. France and Poland, Inigen, uh, England, and congratulations, Senegal. Japan and Croatia. Oh, and by the way, um, Croatia's fans? Yes. Of the female variety? The, oh, you said fans as an S? I was just talking about the one fan. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Man. Man. Uh, Brazil and South Korea. Morocco. Congratulations, so- Morocco. South Korea, that's, that has to be a, um, a surprise. They're strong, though. They got good athletes. Portugal and Switzerland round them out. Some powerhouses, a couple that snuck in. It's a nice little blend. It's a nice match. No Belgium, no Germany. I just need America to win a few of these matches so I could watch instead of just waiting for the championship. I'm going to watch the championship regardless. Oh, for sure. Yeah, just something to keep it interesting. Yeah. Are like maybe the brackets line up to where there's a cool like Argentina Brazil semifinal oh, kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. Are any of these any of these teams recently at war with each other? That would be fun. <laughs> no, I don't see any recent no. no recent world conflicts over here. Five oh five two four six zero six ten. Who do you think is gonna win the World Cup? And why is it your United States of America? How are they going to pull it off? I love to see uh, social media during the World Cup because you know none of these people watch it before the World Cup. And you see all these people coming out, and, and I saw people saying, oh, I'm picking this country because this is my heritage. And I'm like, it's worse than boxing. Okay, you got your 23Me results yeah, back, yeah. and now you're a Senegal fan. It's, okay, yeah. sure. Sure you are. I, I can't. I'm, I'm going for the Danish. Don't uh, know one player off the team. The country or the breakfast food? Both. Okay. Just because I like Danishes, I'm going for the Danish. <laughs> Coming into this thing, I think I only knew two people on the roster. And for a guy who has a sports talk radio show, that's kind of sad. Well, I'm going to make it sadder for you because I didn't know any. You didn't know zero? I know all the old people. 
that that have retired that are I know the guys that are commentators. Alexi Lawless. Yeah. I know those dudes. <laughs> who when you look at their career were not that good. No. He's a meme. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know US soccer is getting better when there's a guy on the roster named Shaq. There is a Shaq and a Jordan on this roster. Oh yeah, listen listen to that influence. Yeah, so seriously, uh, Christian Pulisic, uh, Tim Ream are like the only the people I knew of. Had no clue. Sorry, not Tim Ream, Tim Weah. Like the whole team could walk past me right here on, on Central. Isn't that crazy? I wouldn't know any of them. Like almost, like except for New Mexico United, because obviously we work with United and you know, have a relationship with them, so I know most of their players. I don't know a lot of soccer players, period. Like who, Messi, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho. Yeah, I know like the, the big ones. The huge ones. I know those guys. Kane. I know those guys. I, yeah, I could be sitting right next to one in the airport and just talking about, I'll probably talk about the Astros to him or something, just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and he'll be looking at you like, you have no clue, huh? Now that, see, the popularity of soccer is on the rise here in the United States, and it's going to continue to rise with all the injuries in football and all the oh, drama. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's just, it's going to keep going. They're going to put these young athletes in soccer because except for, like, you know, low, smaller, lower body injuries, like, there's not these career-ending, altering injuries happening in soccer all the time. It won't, it won't really take off until we win a World Cup. Oh, man. I wouldn't even say win it. Be in the championship. Be in the final. Yeah. I think a couple wins. Yeah. Just generate excitement. I mean, if they, if they win this one, it's going – the last match against Iran was the most watched soccer match in the history of the United States of America. Really? And the, this one tomorrow morning – See, and I watched that. This one tomorrow morning is going to beat that one. And if they win, the one after that is going to set new records – can, do you know how to pronounce what friend of the show Andrew just put in the chat right uh, there? Yeah, shout out to to Andrew, OG friend of the show. Uh, I think that's uh, he misspelled the Hanson song Mbop. Because <laughs> I've seen his name Mbappe. and I've seen this guy. I do not know how to say his name. I have no clue. But I I know that name when I see it and I, I identify it with soccer. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Sweet. Yo, I got some more soccer talk. I got some ideas when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. <clears throat> Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, so I got an idea. What's up? With the rise in popularity of soccer in the United States, what you're going to see is better and better athletes gravitate to the game of soccer. Because right now, the big three gets them all, right? Football, basketball, baseball. Okay. Less and less, all-time baseball. And then now with... You know, the CTE and the con concussions and 
parents not wanting to put their kids in football, football is going to start losing some of these elite athletes. Where are they going to go? Soccer, right? That's a that's a great point. Basketball and soccer is going to get a, a bigger share of our good young athletes in this country going forward. Because baseball isn't as cool and exciting to young kids, and football is dangerous. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of parents that are not allowing their kids to play football. There are football players who aren't allowing their yeah. kids to play football. Very true. There are many professional football players that will not allow their kids to play football anymore. I think that soccer will continue to be on the rise in this country, especially when you see these Captain Insano friggin' contracts. That's what I was going to bring up, too. The money. Messi. Way better. Messi got almost a billion dollars. Ooh-wee. Ronaldo got three quarters of a billion dollars. Over $200 million a year. Like Aaron Judge right now is fighting, trying to get the biggest contract for a position player in baseball history, and it's not anywhere close on the top, what, 20, 30, 40 soccer contracts. True. Okay. This is why the United States isn't that elite at soccer. You know, we're getting better and better. You saw it, the rise of popularity with Alexi Lawless through the 90s and, like, watching those guys and then, you know, Landon Donovan through the 2000s and now this new talented young crew. I, th- I think the – the biggest impact on the growth of soccer in USA was the women's team. Yes, I'll give you that for yeah. sure. The USA women's have been elite for a long time. Right. They've been the best in the world for a long time. I'm talking about the men's. Because the men's, men's sports obviously pushes the meter. Men's sports obviously makes more money. Bigger, uh, bigger contracts, bigger sponsors, bigger ad shares, all the way down the line. What if, like... Can you imagine? I'll tell you what. This is what we're going to do. Can you imagine what it would be like if DK Metcalf played soccer his whole life? Oh, man. He'd be the best in the world, right? By far. He would be the best in the world. Like, freak athletes. like LeBron James. If LeBron James never picked up a basketball and only played soccer, could you imagine, like, no offense to Asia, but let's say... Uh, you're the Japanese team, and we know, proven by science, statistically, they're a shorter people, okay? Right. Their average male height is the lowest in the world. So you're the Japanese soccer team, and you see DK Metcalf and LeBron James rumbling down the field. They're like, LeBron James is like four Japanese soccer players big, and that's true. I'm not being offensive. I'm not being mean. Just the sheer size of LeBron James versus the average Japanese soccer player. Get out of here. But you know how we are in America. If that were to happen, we'd say, why isn't he playing basketball? Sure. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't you want to make some money, sport? Yeah. You can't make no money playing soccer. Soccer. Points to Messi and Ronaldo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He's wasting his his size and his talent. Exactly. You don't even use your hands. (laughs) 
Speaking of using your hands, who would be the goalie? I got okay. I got one. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, six and a half foot tall. Oh wow, six and a half foot tall, seven foot wingspan. He can move. Good on his feet. Play center field. Mm. Put Aaron Judge behind the goal. They're not. You don't even got to jump. You just got to lean. You got to lean over and swat the ball away. I'm trying to think. Joel Embiid. Okay, yes. <laughs> There's no holes. There's no holes in that game. Where would where do you kick the ball if Embiid is the goalie? His arms stretch out past. You just got to hope he like trips or something, <laughs> right? You just got to confuse him. Get him to trip over his own feet. He's still just hogging up the lane though. Or you know what you do? You get him to make like really fast movements, and he hits his head on the top crossbar uh-huh. and concusses himself and passes out, and you got an open goal. Uh, who else would be on the dream soccer team? I said Embiid. Embiid's he probably wouldn't play for America. So let me let me. Excellent point. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's a hard question. I'm sticking with Aaron Judge at goalie for now. DK Metcalf and LeBron James as forwards. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Can we go historical, just current? Yeah, see, that's what I was going to ask you. Okay. Deion Sanders. Oh, De- what? Defense. Give me Deion. Deion on the pitch? Who's yeah. catching him? Nobody. None. Nobody. Deion Sanders playing defense. Now give me give me Shaq as the goalie. Nah, he'll get lazy. But that's why that's why you don't allow a lot of kicks on goal. Who's getting past Deion Sanders in the first place, yeah, right? For real. Who's just like insanely fast freak athlete? Give me like uh oh Deion Sanders and Devin Hester. In the in the backfield, the balls never the, the ball, balls. The ball would never, <laughs> never gonna give it. <laughs> Midfield. Who should we do? Like a, we need a jack of all trades kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, if we're going historical, perfect midfielder would be Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah, I was he could say that. You could have him go forward and strike, or fall back and play defense. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Give me like a like a hybrid kind of guy. You're gonna need like a utility guy. Okay. Like uh, give me a like a Grady Sizemore. Oh, Grady Sizemore in the midfield. He's fast. He's shifty. He could do it all. I'm still stuck on the goalie. Aaron Judge isn't bad. Oh no, he's a he's a liability. That ball can go right through his teeth. He's a <laughs> Well, well, are we talking about post this big contract? Because I think that may be the first thing you fix up. Uh, no, no way. No, he leaves it. No, he leaves it. Like the brow. Dude, the brow has had so many opportunities to fix that. He still hasn't done it. Man, he's about to Keisha Cole his mouth. He's about to close that all the way off. <laughs> all right, we got a closure at the 410 today. <laughs> I love it. You want to wrap this up or uh, – Let's let's do some research and get our all USA yeah. sports 
soccer team. I still like I really like a few of my answers. We're going to we're going to wrap up our all-time soccer dream team when we get back. You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back Duke City. You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM AM 610, the Sports Animal. I had too much New Mexico Pinion coffee today. And you it's, wired up? It's it's finally wearing off a little bit. I'm a little oh. back to normal. I was out running a bunch of errands and like I squeezed in too much than my day would allow. So I compensated by drinking too much coffee and getting a, just a little like a little cracky. Just a little like a little cracky. A little yippish. Just a little cracky. Yeah. Got all my stuff done though. Shout out to Mexico Pinion Coffee. Like, we love everything they do in the community, and obviously it's the best coffee in the Southwest or the country or the world or the universe. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the rankings. Doesn't matter. We know what it is. Everything they do with the community, especially with our friend Locker505, just love it so much. All right, so our freak athlete would be the best soccer dream team team. I was thinking about this. It's a horrible name. <laughs> and this is for athletes who don't currently or play soccer, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's actually some a few freak athletes who already do play soccer. Right. Who are dominating their own sport. This is for the guys from the USA that, like, if they would have played soccer instead, we would be undebeatable. <laughs> I, I got two that I thought of right off the bat. Okay. These guys are real fast. Got size. Okay. And they're tough. Okay. Give me Allen Iverson. I, oh, I have his jersey on the day. Smart. Okay. Allen Iverson. Gritty, too. Yes. And Russell Westbrook. You know, I. Russell Westbrook's a great answer. Man. Yeah. Non stop motor, chip on his shoulder, tough. If you knock him down, he's knocking you right back. Those two guys? What? Westbrook's a great answer. He'd be a perfect midfielder. Turn it up and go back, play D, go oh, forward. Yeah. Constant motor. That's a, I love that answer. That's my favorite answer so far. So we got DK Metcalf and LeBron James playing <laughs> forward. <laughs> Just those two alone. It's crazy, right? Just to think about them on a soccer pitch, just ripping out of the jersey. They they look like they would be on a soccer field looking like the mascot for football Sunday on Fox. You know that big robot Yes. Dude? <laughs> That's them. They would look like the real life monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one. Who you got? And this is going back a little bit, but he would do some serious damage. Jim Brown. Oh, my goodness. And then since I went back that far, I got another one, Jackie Robinson. Oh, yeah. And if I'm going to go straight, that far. Straight motor. I got even probably even better one, Jim Thorpe. Oh, yeah. See, those guys, you can throw them any anywhere on any team. Any, li- any yeah. list, really. Yeah. Goalie Dwight Howard. Okay, that's a that might be better than Aaron Judge. Wait, no, 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 no. Take that back. Dennis Rodman. 
as a goalie. Oh, what? Now the ball's getting past them. Unless we play North Korea. That's a strong answer. He might he might do us in if we play North Korea. I like the length of Judge, but Rodman's ball skills. He's just fast. Well, bro. you know, just... Judge is a center fielder. I think those are both great answers. They're, they're, it's a 1A and 1B situation there. Also, I got another one that I don't know how good it would translate, but just from his thighs alone, Barry Sanders. Oh, you got to put him somewhere, right? Yeah. So Dion, who do we have in the backfield? Dion and Devin Hester. Yeah. <laughs> Dion and Devin Hester in the backfield. Midfielders, Russell Westbrook, uh, Jim Brown, and Jim Thorpe. <laughs> and then your strikers are LeBron James and DK Metcalf. That would be the scariest. Oh, my gosh. Those guys... Like walking up on some like Norwegian dudes, yeah, this like just scary. The game's over. You walk out on the court, the pitch, excuse me, and it's just immediately over. And I think that eventually will be USA soccer. How long do you think it takes for us to get there, though? You think we got a ways to go, or or is this we're, something that's in motion right now? It's something that's in motion right now. I think we're gonna be one of the best four teams in eight years. I think we're going to be as competitive as Brazil, Argentina, Germany, Spain, France. I think we're going to be as competitive as them in eight years. I think that's the trajectory that USA soccer's on. So you think we're going to pull the how Europe did us in basketball? Yes, exactly that. Got you. Exactly that. I think, I think you're right. We're seeing it now. Yeah, we're already seeing it. We're seeing it now because, you know, for it's a big deal for us to be in the in the knockout round. It's a big deal. Correct. And I didn't know until I started watching stuff and start seeing these interviews, I didn't know that our history in it was non-existent. I just didn't think about it. All right, good things are ahead for USA soccer in the future. Get out to your local pub. Support local businesses and cheer for the U.S. of A tomorrow morning as they take on the Netherlands. I believe I'll be at Hollow Spirits tomorrow morning. I'm not sure. But uh, go support local. This is an extra opportunity to get you out of the house. A wonderful excuse for you to start drinking in the morning. And a lovely excuse for you to uh, support a local business that you might not have otherwise at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Dude, we, we did three segments I cannot believe it. On football. I can't believe it. Isn't that insane? It's, we just set a new personal record. I tell you what, if USA wins, we're going to talk a lot more next week. I promise you, loyal listener, I promise you, friend of the show, it is football all the way out from here on out, except for a little Teller vodka tasting in the 6 yeah. o'clock hour. Almost quitting time, boys. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Walk hard. <laughs> I can't stop doing it. It's, it's in my head forever now. Hold up, Van. I do have to say this. Whoever the caller was that was calling at the end of the last segment, please give us a call back. I didn't want to miss my cue to go to the 
commercial, so that's why I wasn't able to answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if that was you calling during the end of the last segment, give us a call back. What a stand-up dude, Robert. You know, we do we do have to work here. It's not like we're just hanging out, drinking Teller cocktails all day. Although it sounds like it. <laughs> there we go. I think this is them right here. Hold on. Okay. Let me see. Go ahead. So I didn't tell you earlier, but <laughs> there is basically a Rough Rider convention in downtown Albuquerque. Like, I've never seen anything like it before. There's just a bunch of ATVs cruising around. And, again, I, I'm telling a story that just happened to me. I'm not trying to snitch out the Rough Riders downtown or whatever, but there were a ton of, like, three-wheelers and four-wheelers downtown. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So apparently, like, the first Friday art walk is, like, also some kind of Rough Rider convention. Did you catch that, Robert? No, I didn't know that. On the way, on the way to the studio, because uh, I swung by Teller Vodka to get uh, the samples for our little tasting uh, here we're going to have in the 6 o'clock hour. And there's just like four wheelers around, just cruising around downtown. Number one, I didn't know that was a thing. Number number two, I didn't know that was even legal. I didn't know that was legal either. This is sweet. Well, it it makes sense that if they're going to do it, that they do it in the one in December. Because it's, I don't think that's like. Do Do you think they would give them one in the summertime? That would make more sense, but it's like, ah, I will give you the one in December. It's cold. It won't be a lot of people out. That's a good point. You're saying the Albuquerque police are filled with that Christmas spirit? Yep. And not going to arrest a bunch of Rough Riders and cause a scene? You're right. By the way, if you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube or however you're watching us right now, that's the reason my name is Dark Van X today for DMX of the Rough Rider clan, of course. There you go. I like that. 505-246-0610, when you reach out with hot takes, we'll put you on. Welcome to the show, Brian. What's happening, my guy? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you're really on to something there with a lot of the athletes that are the young ones that are coming up now. Thank you. Uh, my son played rugby at La Cueva mm. a few years back, and we've seen a huge rise in, in rugby, not just 15s, but more notably Rugby Sevens. I don't know if you're familiar with Rugby Sevens. Sure am. And, man, there are a ton of college athletes now that are trying out for the U.S. and at the U.S. training facilities uh, for the Rugby Sevens that were football players in high school and college. Right. And notably, you know, defensive backs, receivers, uh, even quarterbacks. And, I mean, it's super exciting to watch these guys coming up. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard him on before, but Joel Ueveno, yeah, the the big dog at the Albuquerque Aardvarks, is on our show quite often and giving us the update what's going on. And even just the rise of rugby here in Albuquerque in the Southwest is getting impressive. They've they've recently moved up a division and have to start playing bigger and better competition. And the goal is, you know, to get professional rugby here eventually. So I love seeing it from the amateur end as well and hey whenever your dude graduates i'll uh give you all the information you need for the albuquerque aardvarks oh yeah no I, he's already graduated my son he's already graduated he's, he's about 25 now oh okay he's there we go perfect anymore he's he, he's doing the corporate world thing he's, he's got a job and working but uh really that rugby seven man i don't know if you guys watch that much that is some exciting stuff 
Yeah, it is. It's something that, you know, being a a football and baseball guy growing up, like I didn't get a lot of it. I didn't get a lot of soccer in my life. I didn't get a lot of rugby in my life and the other uh, peripheral sports that aren't the big three here in the States. But, you know, getting older and learning more about the sports world, I, I am so impressed with how fun and entertaining and engaging rugby is. And even like you mentioned the rugby sevens, I mean, that's a lot of fun, too, is even yeah. more even more action. Yeah. I, I, I just see, the, you know, the, the athletes, you know, spreading out their wings now and looking for something other than just the big three. So thanks for your guys' take on that. I really appreciate it. It's something that's been on the back of my mind for a long time. Yeah, sure. I mean, thank, and thanks for the call, Brian. Really yeah. appreciate you being a friend of the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed it. Definitely over the past decade, but to a smaller part, ever since like the the '90s, USA soccer team is gaining in popularity, and then just about like the past decade, I've uh, been noticing you know rugby on the rise as well. And I know like the traditional sports like baseball. I'm the biggest baseball dork on the planet. I love it so much. It's my favorite sport personally. But I can see why young kid with the cell phone. And he's on TikTok, and you know he's clicking something every thirty seconds of his life. Might not have the attention span for the yeah. pit, the pitcher hitter catcher relationship of a two and a half three hour baseball game. I get it. I understand. Also, it's the perfect storm of how things are happening now. You think about the injuries in football, like CTE. People are you know wanting to get away from that, um, and then like you said, the technology to let children see what's happening around the world, what sports they play, it picks up a lot of interest here in America. Yeah, and it's just going to continue to rise Yep, with um, the slowly um, dissipating popularity of baseball and then the injuries arising for the youth and football and looking for other outlets. Yep. Soccer is going to be on the rise. Rugby is going to be on the rise. Yep. Individual sports like golf and tennis, those are going to be on the rise. So, so watch out for all these new leagues gaining more and more popularity as time goes on. And I'm already seeing it. Like you, I mean, just in the past five years, you saw what New Mexico United was able to do here in Albuquerque. Like this town is painted black and yellow. And usually it was Lobo football, Lobo basketball. That's all that, that moved the meter. You know, we have the, the, the family-friendly entertainment at the comfy confines of Isotope Stadium, and that's always a great product. You know how we love the isotopes here on the program and on the station. But New Mexico United, man, like, their rise was unprecedented here. Like, they took over the state. Brian just called me back, gave another interesting tidbit that I didn't think about. We, Me or you thought didn't think about this. Flag football. Sure, sure. And he, and he also said um, the Pro Bowl is going to be basically flag football. You're right. But that's another uh, interesting sport that's on the rise that more kids and young people are being uh, steered towards or showing interest in. I mean, without the action in the trenches, the NFL's basically flag football now, right? Pretty much. Like the quarterback to wide receiver relationship? That, that's why running backs are basically non-existent right now. 
They should start, they should like start playing soccer. Yeah, they've been, <laughs> they've been like that for years. <laughs> yeah, so I was freaking out seeing all those ATVs yeah. downtown. I was, like, wildly impressed that, okay, maybe they have, like, some kind of one-day deal with the city or something, or maybe I just saw a small sample size of something bigger. I don't know. but Because, you know, like, most Fridays and Saturdays, and then, of course, you know, First Friday Art Walk, which is every first Friday of the month in downtown. A lot of artists come together. Each local business or restaurant or bar or whatever will have a featured artist. It's it's really cool helping support uh, your local art community. But they shut down, like, all of downtown. You can't right. drive down Central. You can't go basically from, like, I don't know, Roma to silver or whatever it's all it's all locked blocked off well yeah they're just cruising around in atvs they're like this is sweet i know a couple of those fellas i i should uh i should reach out and ask how did they procure that <laughs> probably <laughs> shout out to my boy desmond he's one of the the rough riders nice uh when i was doing social work before covid i did a charity thing with the rough riders good dudes they are i've done some some uh comedy for them or like their annual, I don't even, I don't want to misquote it, but yeah, they do a lot for the community too. Shout out to the Rough Riders having fun downtown today. Even if that was even them, I didn't see any RR logos. Oh man, I didn't. Oh, God. I didn't. I didn't hear anybody. I didn't hear anybody barking like dogs. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. When we, we, just, get... we just spent half a second. I don't know if that was them, but. That's funny. It probably wasn't even them. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey is throwing shade when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Listen to 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Program in question, of course, is Two Men On. And we often have three people here. I don't know if you you guys out there are math people. Name of the show is Two Men On, but uh, we just so happen to have three on the program. I know it's confusing. I, I, threw, a, I threw a wrench into those plans. <laughs> you sure did. Last November. <laughs> Robert Buck D. Gibson is just so damn talented. We had to have him on every day and then just ruin the name of the program. <laughs> we'll rebrand when we sell all of our merch. Do you, do you know how many times people... Tell me that is so disrespectful. They don't even <laughs> acknowledge you. We got a year's worth of merch. I like, <laughs> we got like we got, I, I, I was like, I think that's trademarked. Yes, <laughs> they gotta run its course. Yes, we have to let it play a little bit. <laughs> but anyways, you're you're an equal part of the program. Absolutely, not separate at all. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Fredless Friday. Fred's on vacation. Good for him. Well deserved. Yeah, very hardworking guy. Hey, the the hardest working man in sports entertainment. I'd Ser- like to think. Seriously, sometimes you know I have a lot of energy. I, I have a lot going on as well as you do. But there's sometimes I look at my phone and I'm like, Fred, chill. <laughs> seriously. Some other hard workers are the Kelsey brothers. Man, the Kelsey brothers also have a podcast, and the Kelsey brothers podcast had uh, 
old Patrick Mahomes on this week, and the Chiefs will be playing Cincinnati. And you might not know this, and I always forget because it didn't. It doesn't seem like a good fit. But Travis Kelsey went to the University of Cincinnati, so he is very familiar with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And they asked Patrick Mahomes if he's going to get some skyline chili when he's in Cincinnati. If you don't know, that's the local staple of Cincinnati. Apparently, they think they have a better take on chili. To me, it's Texas chili or nothing. I don't know how you're going to one-up perfection, but go crazy Cincinnati, I guess. So they asked Patrick Mahomes if he's going to get some skyline chili when he's there. And Patrick Mahomes said, I'm not a chili guy. Or actually said, I'm not not a chili guy. (laughs) That's what he said. And then uh, Travis Kelsey said he's not a fan of the chili parlor, too. So they call everything their Skyline Chili, but there's actually a chain of restaurants that's called Skyline Chili. Okay, so that was going to be my question. Yes. So it's not just chili. It's everything is Skyline Chili, but it's not specific to the real Skyline Chili. Yes and no. Okay. Yeah. The chain of restaurants, Skyline Chili, is the most famous one, and it's it's become so prominent there. They just refer to Cincinnati and that area of Ohio Chili as Skyline Chili. Okay. And Travis Kelsey, bringing that fire, drops. If I look at it and it looks like that, I'm not eating it. <laughs> if it's coming out the same way it Yo. looks going in, I'm not eating it. I'll just get the noodles that come with it. That is legit hilarious. That is funny. As much as I do not like the way that that guy kills my team, that is hilarious. He's a dude. Yeah. Both oh, the, yeah. Both oh, the yeah. Kelseys are dudes. Oh, yeah. Kelsey, uh, Jason Kelsey's speech after the Super Bowl, basically everything Travis does, it's yeah. just all fire. They yeah. seem like really good dudes. They're hilarious. I love that they're going into their house and on the way there, throwing shade at everyone's restaurant. It's like people come into Albuquerque and be like, you know, I'm not a fan of that green chili garbage. Well, I don't know if he'd be able to make it out of the city, though. There's a difference between Albuquerque and Cincinnati. (laughs) Yes. Certain parts of Cincinnati, I'm sure, may feel the same way, but... Albuquerque's the place where you watch your damn mouth around people. Yeah, so I okay, I have a joke, which is really not a joke. It's really how I feel. Is it uh is it's it radio a, appropriate? Yeah, it is. It's about Excellent. green chili chicken enchiladas. Okay. So I you know, after being here for a while, I noticed that was the go to meal that a lot of women would make for me. And I'm like, I don't like it. I'm like, why is this the go-to meal? Who dubbed this the go-to meal of I'm going to show this guy I care for him? And I made a joke, and I and it's on YouTube, and I say how much I don't like it or I dislike it. I still catch flack for that. Oh, God, I bet you do. Oh, it's either you haven't had mine. A hundred percent. Or you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent one of those two. It's not like, you know what, uh, the, the the acidic part of my palate really doesn't appeal to me, and I don't like some forms of spicy nah. food. I, I would rather have the same flavors, just not as spicy. That's okay. No. There's no, no such thing. You, no. You haven't had mine, 
with the scorching hot solar green chili added to it. And I, I get why it's not for everybody. I grew up on it. So I know, I know, friend of the show, loyal listener, you already know that I was born and raised right outside of Houston, Texas. That's why I am a cheating Astros fan. And so but both sides of my family are from Carlsbad, New Mexico. And we love green chili and red chili New Mexican food so much that we had bushels of green chili, two green, one red mm-hmm. every year freeze-dried and overnighted to us in Houston. Oh, yeah. So we could have New Mexican food year-round in Houston. A little taste of home, right? Yes. So even though I grew up with Texas barbecue and Gulf Coast seafood, our main meals were still New Mexican food, even in Houston. Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, Travis, Kelsey, would be able to come here and, and have that sentiment about Albuquerque food or New Mexican food. No, I mean, he better have his bodyguard with him. I don't care sure. how big he is. Sure. Somebody's going to challenge him. Yes. Especially if he's out after midnight. <laughs> Somebody might do that even without saying anything about chili. Just be like, oh, that dude's huge. Let me try him. I'm, hey. Let me try him. We'll see who's the toughest in this bar. What's your name, Travis? Only thing missing that he would need is a cauliflower ear. But mm. six six cauliflower ear, I can take them. How, how much? <laughs> how much have you drank? How much have you drank again, <laughs> dude? I'm so thankful. I've I've been in a few bar brawls in my life, and I'm glad you you brought this up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, an angrier person in my youth, right? And uh, alcohol exacerbated that. And I've been into a couple uh, couple dust ups, yeah. Couple fracases, same here. Same couple, here. Couple, couple Donny Brooks, yeah, if you will. I like making up old timey words for fights. If you can't, I, tell. I like that. Thank you. It makes it seem more adult and softer in nature. Ah, yes. So, anyways, after the my last kerfuffle, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I finally turned a corner. I'm like, you know, this isn't this isn't my thing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna just get into bar fights because somebody said something stupid around me. I'm right. Not, I'm not into it. Luckily, living in Albuquerque now, there's just like advertisements on who you don't talk smack to. And thank you so damn much, Cauliflower Ear. Yes. That you just give me this giant billboard of people you don't cross. You don't talk sideways to at a bar, especially when there's alcohol involved. That immediately becomes a sir. Also, now hear me out. Excuse me, sir. Don't do it to anyone. Yeah, because it's the nice, respectable adult thing to do, but especially with cauliflower ear. Right behind you, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, good sir. And I don't care how big. Yes. You got to understand, it's some little guys. Uh-huh, yeah. The biggest thing on them are the cauliflower ear. And they will dust you. And they are Tasmanian devils. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> you do not want to go there. And the women... There are so many good fighters here. Get creepy with some chick at a bar. Oh, yeah. Get a couple, get some of that liquid confidence in you. Get a little handsy at the bar. You walk out of there with a broken wrist, a black eye. Good for you. Good for you, Tucker. Keep, it, keep it to yourself all, the next time. All I have to say is if that, were to me, if that were to happen to me, at least give me a cauliflower ear so people cannot <laughs> mess with me going people, forward. I could see that. <laughs> Come on, bro. Just give me one of those, man. There's going to be a whole rush. 
at plastic surgeons' offices, <laughs> just asking for fake cauliflower ears so people won't mess with yeah, them anymore. Just give me a big fat one. Oh my god, I'm I love this <laughs> cauliflower ear surgery. <laughs> like I've been in zero fights since I got this surgery, except for one when I stepped into the octagon and that guy beat the hell out of me. <laughs> So shout out to Travis Kelsey pulling no punches. Uh, even on the road, the Chiefs are two-point favorites against Cincy. Oh, man. What do you think about that, man? Because right now, you know, everyone knows I'm a Chargers fan. Sure. My, my team is 6-5. and five. We're like a game out. So I'm rooting for all of those lower AFC teams like Cincinnati to lose. But, man, they – they get your boy back. Chase is back. Jamar Chase is back. Ooh. Is Mixon back? I, I think so. And I saw this morning Burrow is 2-0 and against the Chiefs. Yeah, the last two games they've won. Oh, man. And they're at home. I, I don't like to say it, but I got the Bengals winning that. Plus two isn't enough to get me interested in Cincy. You don't think so? No, I think if you give me Cincy in three and a half, I'll, I'll take Cincy. This is um, what are they right now? Seven? Uh, I think six and five. No, I think they're are they seven and fives? They hey, might. Let me check. I think they. I know they have seven wins because they've won three in a row. That's another thing. Seven and four. So they were five and four two weeks ago, and they were five and four last year, too. See? And ended up in the bowl. See? Bengals are talented, man. If they could protect Joe Burrow, this is they're the one of the best. This is the best time to get hot. You know, I threw the shade. Threw shade. You know, I, let's do this when we get back. We're doing some NFL preview when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On. 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. All right, before the break, I was talking about how I was throwing just a, a little bit of shade at the Bills yesterday. Right. And not really me, like, sticking my neck out and throwing shade at the Bills because I picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl and lose this year. That's a really good outcome for an NFL football team. They're very good, top to bottom. NFL analyst and commentator Greg Carcel had me second-guessing how talented they were, and I thought this might be a good time to take the Patriots and the points. Mm. If Greg Cosell can see their weaknesses, then Bill Belichick can see their weaknesses. And give me New England at home and the points. It's a no-brainer, right? Bills win by 14. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. And the game wasn't even that close. It was not that close. It could have been worse. It sh- actually, it should have been wor- way worse. The yeah, a couple couple silly turnovers and uh, the Patriots were just giving them uh, giving the ground game away. They put two guys over the top. They had a a spy on Diggs, and they just took away the big play and said, "If you want to nickel and dime us, go ahead." Right. And then they put their trust in their offense, which did close to nothing. That's the biggest problem with them. It, the defense was fine. Sure. Because the Bills are explosive. And, and they did what they were supposed to do by not, like you said, giving them the big play. 
It's just the Patriots offense. Come on, man. What? Right. What is that? It's bad. And they've, they've taken a step back since Josh McDaniel left. I think he really figured out Mac Jones and how to use him. And now they have Matt Patricia, a defensive player, a defensive coordinator, yeah. calling plays like Bill. Come on, Bill. You're trying to get a little too creative it's, here. Well, or it's like, what does Matt Patricia have on you? Oh, yeah. So, he's got to have something on Belichick. The Dan Snyder of coordinators? Yeah. Well, regardless of the shade I threw to the Bills, they won easily, and they're still in the two seed. The Chiefs win. They retain the one seed. The Chiefs lose. They flip-flop. Are they? I thought they were in um I thought they weren't even in second place in their division. I thought no. Miami was above them. Am I well, tripping? Okay, so if the Dolphins beat the Niners, they will jump and flip flop with the Bills in oh, both positions. Gotcha. Because the Bills won yesterday. That's right. They went up to the two spots. They got more wins. That's right. Nine yeah. and three. But yeah, the Dolphins, if they win, uh having the tiebreaker, they will win. I mean they will move up to to one bonkers stuff and your poor chargers sitting right there on the bubble as as they always waiting for somebody to blink who's gonna blink is it gonna be the jets probably is it gonna be the dolphins i don't think so i have the dolphins beating the niners yeah our only chance are the jets i don't see the Bengals or miami losing any steam we got to get it done in your division the rest of the year. Because as sorry as the Raiders are, they're still a talented team. Oh, man, they're still. You know the Raiders. They yeah. Even the years that they suck, they steal some games from division rivals. It happens every year. I'll tell you who else is a key in the AFC to watch. Who's, who's kind of on the downslope. Nobody's really talking about them, the Ravens. Yeah, I, very pedestrian lately. I don't really believe in them like I usually do. No, they seem stronger. It seemed to me Lamar Jackson was the best candidate for MVP, like preseason betting, contract year. He's hungry. He's got something to prove, chip on his shoulder. Uh, they got him a new weapon to throw to. I just just hasn't done it. I think their defense let them down. That's what it is. Often, yeah. And they can't play from behind. No, because they don't have the weapons like that. No, they can't play from behind. And the Titans, here they are again. Here they are. The most boring team in football. The most boring team in football. Just winning games. Luckily, they get to be in the AFC South. That is so soft. Oh, pillow soft. <laughs> About to reach out to owner-operator, head distiller, teller spirits, teller cocktails, Chris Lurig. We're going to have a little tasting in the 6 o'clock hour, see when he's going to get here. He might be too busy. The guy is the hardest working man in the game. They're number one in New Mexico now. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Congratulations to them. It only took a couple years. They survived COVID and became number one. So shout out to Teller Vodka. That's awesome. So well, well deserved. Correct. 
So whether he's here or not, we're going to be sipping on some tells in the 6 o'clock hour. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. Yes, we're going to do it regardless. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm, I, was, I got sad for a second. I'm lining up cups and cracking cans no matter what, baby. Just sipping. Just tasting. I'm not going to get hammered on air. I, I see you. I see you lurking, FCC. And look, I don't have the same belief. I'll switch over to the NFC real quick. I don't have the same belief in the bottom end of the NFC. Eagles, Vikings, Niners, I think those those teams can play with anybody. Bucks in the fourth spot with a losing record. The Cowboys, you know how pillow soft they are at the end of every year. The Giants, uh, it's a great story that they're relevant again, but I don't see them beating any good teams. And then the Commanders in the seven spot. Like, what is going on in the world? This is what makes the Buccaneers scary. All of those teams you named from the Commanders, because the, the entire NFC East, if they keep playing how they're playing, which I don't think they're going to stop. Right. They're going to get into the, the playoffs. So that's four slots right there. Everyone. Then you have the 49ers, then the Vikings, and then the Bucks with a losing record winning in the NFC South. The Bucks are scary. Yeah, if they get healthy. They, they get a home game. Yeah. Yeah, they get healthy. And, of course, I don't know if you've heard of him before. They got this quarterback, number 12, Tom, Thomas Fitzgerald Brady. I don't even know what are the – the seedings are who they would play right now. It would have to be someone out of the NFC East. Right now, it would be Bucks Cowboys. Woo! In Tampa. A- in Tampa. In Tampa. I'm gonna holler at you, Dallas. Mm. I don't care what y'all say. Mm. You're playing Tom Brady at home. Yep. In the playoffs. Yep. I don't care. Look. Mm-mm. That's scary. That is scary. And by the looks of it, both of those teams are probably locked into those um, those slots. Because I don't see the Cowboys catching the Eagles. I don't see the Giants catching the Cowboys. No, and nope. And I don't see anybody out of the NFC South winning that division besides Tampa. You know what's bonkers to me? I thought I thought my Packers would have a down year. No matter what, take a little step back. I thought they would float a little bit over 500, be the wild card. I had the Vikings taking a division. Even as a Packers fan, that was hard to swallow. But, but not like that, right? No, not like this. 11 spot, 4-8. and eight. Let, me, let me rattle off the four teams that are ahead of the Packers in the playoff uh, seating. Okay. The Detroit Lions. Oh, you, that's where you're starting? The Atlanta Falcons. Oh, wow. The Seattle Seahawks. And Washington Commanders. <laughs> That's, if you told me at the beginning of the year that those four teams, the Packers will be looking up at those four teams, I would have called you an insane person. Yeah, because we all know in the NFL it's about your quarterback. You could have all four of those on one roster and you would still not take that roster over Aaron Rodgers. Friend of the show Chad says, don't respect my boys like that. Of course he meant cowboys. All right. Okay. Okay. Like you don't know who Tom Brady I, is. Come on, like man. Like you don't know who Tom Brady is. I, I refuse to. He's the undertaker, man. 
can't throw dirt on him until it's over. The only reason he lost last year is because Matthew Stafford made a better deal with the devil than Tom Brady did, and the devil felt sorry for him and let him win one. <laughs> Man. Oh, oh, that's – I didn't even think about how that was shaping up, but once, once you said it, I hope it plays out like that. Tom Brady. And, and guess what? Guess who's undefeated against the Cowboys throughout his career? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. y'all don't want that. You better hope Atlanta wins. Nobody <laughs> does. Nobody wants that. I don't care how sorry they've been playing. I don't care yes. if they have a losing record. Mm-mm. You don't want to play Tom Brady with that receiving core in the playoffs. No. It's foolish. Especially now that he's single. What? <laughs> hey, he's only taken one L since his big L. More football talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Just in the nick of time. How about that? Perfect timing. Throw the headphones on, sit down. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we do lunch at the 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie Sports Page, and the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Robert, speaking of Teller Vodka, New Mexico, we are nine short minutes away from our Teller Cocktail Taste Test. So, I have to ask you. Please do. What do we have? All flavors? We got all of them. Oh yeah, we got all of them. We got yes. the mariachi margarita. We got the watermelon walk off. We got both the blueberry lavender lemonade and the grapefruit lemonade. And we got the new kid on the block. We got the green chili mule. I'm gonna go with that one first. Get that one out of the way because I've had <laughs> I've had the others. I want to I want to try that one. And plus, like you said, get it out the way. And you know your boy, he's a VIP, and I got a little access earlier to uh, some drops coming out early in the new year. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for some new Teller Vodka products. You're going to love them. I got a little taste test, and they're friggin' phenomenal. More NFL talk coming your way. The Vikings I'm scared of. In a good way or a bad way? Uh, in a in a good way, because Kirk Cousins doesn't suck. Kirk Cousins isn't great, but their defense is talented. They got playmakers, and oh my god, that wide receiver core! Oh my god, those running backs. Does anyone have a better one-two punch than Dalvin Cook and Madison Alexander Madison? Alexander Madison would be starting for 25-ish teams in the league. Yeah. He's that good. The Niners are scary, but do you believe in Jimmy G? They got all the weapons they'd ever want. I think the 49ers do it correctly. They know the quarterback position isn't their strong point, so they don't make it their strong point. They don't need to. Right. I, I, I love the way that they play with the defensive side of the ball. And they make sure Jimmy G is not the guy that's going to lose them the game. 
No, except for the Broncos, the Cowboys have had the best defense in football the last month, six weeks. And we failed to mention the number one seed so far, the friggin' Eagles. Oh, man. Who are 10-1. and one. They only lost one fluke game to the Commanders, which, again, division game on the road. You're going to lose some of those in a season. The Eagles have the type of roster that can win playoff games. But how's the young man going to do when the pressure's on is my question. Also, you just made a great point. The only loss they had was to a division opponent, right? Yep. They look up and all the other three teams in their division is going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. Well, they don't want to think about it. Any, any of those teams in that division can beat Philadelphia. The Eagles are strong. I mean, there's a reason they're 10-1. and one, But the biggest question, obviously, is the young quarterback. And Jalen Hurts, Hurts make that drive, that important game-winning drive in the playoffs when it matters. Can he come back from a touchdown deficit when he has to throw the ball? That's unproven yet. I think he's got the talent. He's got the skill set to do it all. But can he do it when the chips are down? Yeah, because the playoffs is a whole different animal. Yes, it is. And that's why Brady still scares me. Brady should scare anyone because there he is lurking with a losing record, a recent divorcee. And he's not like the top story of the league anymore. Mm -mm. Oh, man. He's going to be. If he's got a healthy offensive line, which he doesn't right now, he's got a healthy receiving core. Besides the Bengals, it's probably the best in the league. He has healthy receivers. Tom Brady's been there. Tom Brady's done that. Mm -hmm. The NFC South is letting them off the hook being losers. Like bonkers if the Falcons make a run at the end of the year. Marcus Mariota takes over Tom Brady in the South. No, man. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> All right. Let's go to break, and when we get back, we're going to talk NFL, the whole 6 o'clock hour, except for one story I have to tell you, and then we're going to do a little teller taste testing as we go along. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Two hours in the books, one more to go. Happy Friday. If you get off at 6, yes. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Got some big plans this weekend. Be safe out there. You knocked out your Christmas shopping yet, Robert? No, actually, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I got some good Christmas ideas. All you need to do is go down to Safe House Distilling and get you some Teller Vodka pre-made cocktails and just take them wherever you go. And make it rain like yeah. a drunk Santa. Yeah. These are the best. I will be everybody's favorite. <laughs> the cool gift giver. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk football, and we're going to sip on some Teller pre-made cocktails. I know you've seen these before, friend of the show, loyal listener, Burcano. It all started with the watermelon walk-off up at Isotope Stadium, and it's taken off. From there, they got five uh, different can excuse me, six different canned cocktails and counting. There'll be some new releases next year. They got to keep on the hush hush 
for now. The first one we're going to try is the Teller Genuine Vodka Albuquerque Dukes Green Chili Vodka Mule. You got your mule out, Robert? Yeah, right, I have here. it. All right, here it. we go. Okay, that's interesting. Oh. That's fun. Oh, okay. That takes you places. So they made a green chili um, Bloody Mary before, and the green chili Bloody Mary had a little too much spice, even for me. It it was packing the heat. Remember we had them in uh, the Super Bowl in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. That helps you wake up in the morning. This one doesn't have that bad of a punch. No, and it's not that spike. It gives that little flavor of green chili, and it yeah, just like it rolls. Kinda, yeah, it kind of goes away. It stays, but it's not as strong as that one. first one was. No, there's just a tiny bit of green chili spice on the back end, but it's just got that green chili flavor. Then, of course, the, the ginger beer and vodka, a little bit of citrus with the vodka milk. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought it tasted like that before I tasted it. You not being a green chili fan, and by yeah. the way, friends of the show, loyal listener, he is a wonderful person outside <laughs> Outside <laughs> of that. It's funny how you always have to preface it. <laughs> he is not, <laughs> he's not a psychopath. He does not go around sniffing bicycle seats. He is a wonderful human oh, being. Man. Yeah, this is good. I could dig this. Yeah. I, could, I could do like one of these with like some Mexican food and like, Something not as spicy because mm-hmm. you want to double down on the green chili. It's good. It's smooth. If you're looking for something different, if you're a if you're a mule fan and you're looking for something different, that's the one. Okay, my Packers, in desperate need of a win, go down to Chicago and face the rival Bears. And uh, one of my favorite guilty pleasures in all the NFL, Justin Fields, who I love watching him play football. His legs and his cannon. I mean, he's going to be something once he gets some help in Chicago. I don't think this is the week that the Bears can thwart the Packers' playoff chances. Because the Packers basically have to win out and need a lot of help. I think the Packers get the win. Uh, Justin Fields has to wait another year or so before he gets to start dominating the Packers. Who you got? It for me, it all hinged on if Justin Fields was playing or not. Um, if he's playing, I gotta go with the Bears. You think so? I have to go with the Bears. I'm showing our friends on Facebook Live right now. The oh, that's new, awesome! The new logos, the the logo on the the Teller Albuquerque Dukes Green Chili Vodka Mule is they actually got the real Dukes logo. And he's swinging a green chili like a bat. It's pretty friggin' cool. It's great marketing. Going back to that game, I just wish the Packers would shut down Aaron Rodgers and let's see what love is about. If um, if they lose this game or whenever the next game that they do lose is, once they are eliminated from the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers said he is okay. With giving Jordan oh, Love. Oh, he did a, say that. Yeah, he came out and said that. It was uh, just last week um, after the game. He said with his lingering injuries and them being out of the playoff picture, 
is it time for them to, to get a, a longer look at Jordan Love? And he said he's a team player. <laughs> sure you are, yeah, Aaron. Right. Sure you are. He's falling apart, and he still wants to play. Yeah. So once they're officially eliminated from playoff contention, I, I guarantee you it's Jordan Love the rest of the way, just to see what they got in this guy. I like the little sample size that I saw of him. I like that. Only two drives. He made some beautiful passes. Generated 10 points, didn't he? Yep. Continuing to sip on this green chili vodka mule. I think I'll move on to the next one because we only got an hour. We got to taste all these guys. Yeah. Spread the love. This one's the classic. This one's the standard. This is the one that started it all. The Teller Genuine Vodka Watermelon Walk-Off. It is a watermelon lemonade vodka cocktail. Uh, it's a staple up at the Topes. This is always, yeah. you know, whether we're there like every Friday, which we are during the baseball season, or just about any game, this is usually the first drink I have. I usually have like a nice oat soda with a veggie dog. But uh, if I'm just going to have a cocktail, it's going to be a watermelon walk-off. It's got the it's got the baseball stitching on it. You know, this is a product made just for Isotopes Park. I love one, and I'll tell you why. You ready? You got your sip out? Yeah, I got it. It's delicious. It's sweet. It's smooth. And it packs more of a punch than you think it does. Okay, so when I, when I sip that one, <laughs> it takes me back to when we were in L.A. Okay. Because I want to say I took down about a case of that. We drank, <laughs> do we drink so many of these off the clock? Do you? Do you? And on the clock. You somewhere. know when you when you smell something or taste something, and it, it immediately takes you back. That's that's what happened right then. Watermelon walk off isn't oh. isn't Isotopes Park to you? It is radio no. Radio Row in no, Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, because <laughs> because at, at Isotopes Park it was in moderation. Sure. Once we got done doing our business, yeah, this was the pleasure. Every day, we every went, every evening, we went pretty hard every day. <laughs> yes, you you think it's all fun and games out there, friend of the show? No. You think it's all fun and games, loyal listener? We would have like twelve, fourteen, sixteen hour days every day. Yeah. And then get loose after that and wake up and do it again. We went hard. Yeah, you couldn't just be like, okay, let's go back and no, it was stuff popping. Yeah. Doop de doop de doop. Time to have a salad and go to bed. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Atlanta to take on Marcus Mariota and the Falcons. The Falcons are pitless as their all world tight end that they haven't figured out how to use yet. He's gone anyways. I don't trust any of the Steelers' quarterbacks. Uh, I trust a couple of the Falcons' weapons. I think the Falcons eke out a close one at home, mm. play their hearts out, and keep their playoff uh, hopes alive. As a Packers fan, I obviously hope they lose. I, I disagree. I got Pittsburgh winning thank you. this. Good. And I feel like it's going to be a huge game for T.J. Watt. Three sacks, causing a fumble. He's going to wreak havoc. And they're going to win by, like, a field goal. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but I give it to Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh in the under. You heard it right there. Robert Buck D. Gibson, celebrity prognosticator. <laughs> the New York Jets travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Ooh. 
This is, you know what? This has potential to be the game of the week. It does. And how good of a quarterback is Mike White? Is Mike White, can he only pick on sorry teams? 300 yards, three tutties stepping in for Zach Wilson. In one game, Mike White had a better quarterback performance than any Jets quarterback has had all year. Can he play like that against a superior Minnesota Vikings defense? And this is in Minnesota, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. I mean, he threw for 303 tutties in the rain and cold. What is he going to do in a dome? Hmm. I still got Minnesota winning this one, but this is one that I would not bet on. Maybe Mike White is better than we think he is. He had a stretch last year, too. He did this last year, too. He came in like gangbusters, had a couple good games, had one stinker, and they ripped him back out when the rookie got healthy. Maybe he's that dude. I don't know, man. I, what makes this game close is the Jets' defense. Yeah. Sauce. Sauce on Jefferson. Then you have that defensive line trying to hold back Cook. So that's going to leave it on Kirk Cousins. Yep. To, to, oh, man. Luckily for Kirk Cousins, it's a morning oh. game. It's not prime time. It's not Monday. I, I'm giving it. Kirk to, Cousin does great when there's no pressure. I'm giving it to the Vikings by a field goal. I, that's that's about my vibe right there. The Jets can keep it close, but the Vikings win. Uh, when we get back, we'll move on to the rest of the morning games, and we'll move on to our next Teller cocktail. You're listening to Two Men on ninety five nine FM AM six ten, the Sports Animal. It's a nice day for a. Big signing. <laughs> why, why did your voice go perfect with that music? Man, I don't know. This is, where's this Billy Idol joke going here? <laughs> is, is it the, the history of, rich history of sex, drugs, and rock and roll in my life? Pretty, is it? pretty much. Well... For talking about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I just got a big buzz kill just now. Breaking news in the baseball world, the bane of my existence, FTR, the Texas Rangers signed Jacob DeGrom to a five-year, $185 million contract. Nobody saw this one coming. Boom. Tell the truth. Now you boom. You are the foremost person in my life who knows baseball inside and out besides Josh Sushan. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's elite. That's elite yeah. comparison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a the, baseball hobo compared to the king of of New Mexico baseball, Josh Sushan. Did you see this coming? Um honestly, yes. For real? Yeah. See, that lets you know how little I know about baseball because I did not see this coming. So the Rangers had a three-year plan. They want to be competitive next year and beyond. Right. And I and they the first piece of the puzzle is when they plucked Seager. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so this is the second. Yeah, they got Seager and then Marcus Simeon and right. John Gray. Right. That's year one. 
Uh, this year they added Jacob Degrom, and we all know when he's healthy, man, that dude, he's is the best best pitcher in baseball. Filthy, he's unhittable, nasty. So I am not a fan of this move. How I got to see my Houston baseball Astros hit off of this guy for five years? Are you kidding me? So what does this do to the Mets though? Because they had a nice one-two punch. Hey, forget about the Mets. What does this do to me? <laughs> Let's, That's what it's about. Let's make this about me for a second. That's I a, have to sit around and watch Jacob DeGrom strike out the best team in baseball over and over and over again for five years. What is this going to do to my psyche? What is this going to do to my baseline mental health, Robert? Well, that means when they do play each other, that might be one win for the Rangers. Yeah, okay, good point. But he can't pitch every day. Okay, good point. We don't have a pitcher as good as Jacob DeGrom, but we got five pitchers better than their second best pitcher. Thank you. Okay, good point. Thanks for talking me down off that ledge, Robert. Let's move on from Jacob DeGrom and move on to the next Teller Vodka pre-made cocktail. This one is a staple. This one is good no matter who you are. This is the Blueberry Lavender pre-made lemonade vodka cocktail. Oh, man, this may be... My second favorite. What's what's the goat for you? Not to be cliche, but uh, that uh, watermelon walk off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is insert insensitive joke here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I was glad when you said this is my go-to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yes. I, I get my watermelon in Van's name for them too. <laughs> <laughs> this one is so good. It's so smooth. Yeah. This one it's it's lemonade. You know it's lemonade. This is the scary one. Right. That's the one. This is the one that'll get you in trouble. It goes down too smooth. Exactly. And by the way, I like to remind you guys in this can are two shots of vodka. So these guys pack a punch. So take your time when you're sipping the watermelon walk off at the lab or take your time when you're having a blueberry lavender lemonade vodka cocktail from teller at the park or wherever you're having your little picnic basket lunch where a blueberry lavender lemonade would be delicious that's that's exactly what i'm doing with this i'm i'm literally doing the professional taste testing on air i'm not doing the regular the boys the boys getting hammered yeah i can't do that no we're not doing that no i mean honestly not at all legally i i can until i say something horrible but legally, you can't. No, exactly. Yeah, you can do the little sips, pinkies out. Exactly. Provide, provide context. Get, get, my, get my gums wet. That's it. That is it. But this one's a staple. This one's so good. It's so smooth. I mean, it's got, it's not blueberry, like dominant blueberry. You can still tell it's a lemonade, but it's a blueberry lemonade for sure. And that little lavender kind of earthy, organic little finish at the end, it's, it's phenomenal. So this is the one. The first time I had, um, when I moved, right, when I moved into where I'm at now, and then this is after. You remember, because I had to move, when I first started, when I met you guys, when, when I first started the show, I had to move. Mm-hmm. This was the first little cocktail that, that I latched on to when I had a little, little female company over. Oh, and that's a good play right oh, there. Oh, this is, this is a cheat code. This one is the cheat code. You're not, you're not lying right there. And yeah. Let me tell you, you could do it two different ways. So you can get some nice glassware. Ah, yes. And you can put on some some nice those giant ice cubes, you know? Yes. And pour it into your nice glassware and then put like a like a 
sprig of lavender or something on it. Yeah. A little like a. And little, you don't you don't tell them what it is. A you, little twist of citrus. You have like, them ask you, "What yeah. is that? Like, what did you make?" Damn, yeah. Tom Cruise from Cocktail. You had that game this yeah. whole time. A little something. <laughs> or I, I, I'm not. Or gonna, you could I'm just. Not. Or you can do like we do and just crack the can and go at it. I'm not gonna lie. So, I hope they're not listening. I, I took credit the first two times. Okay. A little something, you know, a little something I accidentally whipped up. Sure. But then I was like, you know what? I have a relationship <laughs> with the with the with the company, so so eventually they're going to listen to the show. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Hear Teller Voth, they're like, oh, oh, that's what it was. You lied to me because I was making them think. In order to get, in order for you to have this taste, is when you come through. Now okay. they're like, oh, I can get this. Anywhere. You just get it anywhere. <laughs> Get another one of you too, Robert. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can, Dude, you can find them anywhere. My second favorite team on the planet, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and my second favorite quarterback of all time, Sunshine, go to Detroit with a twinkle of a playoff hope still alive. I have the Jaguars winning this easily. This is the one. This is the turnaround right here. The Jags came back from behind last week. The Jags who I said were going to have a good year and sneak into the last spot of the playoffs, are 1-6 and six in one-score games this year. That is unlucky. The Jaguars are better than they are, and luckily they get a rebound game in Detroit. I have the Jaguars winning this easily. Robert, who do you got? You know I've been picking Detroit all year. You have, yes. And I'm not going to stop. Okay. <laughs> Only because the Jags are one year away. Okay. I really – Within the next two years, the Jags will be in the AFC Championship. Ooh, I love that. It's gonna so be, does Vernon. It's going to be. Shout out to uh, yeah. Vernon Kuntz. I, I Chop feel, it up with Vern K every Saturday, 9 to 11. I feel like it's going to be uh, a Lawrence. Um, I, this year, is, he's, it's been learning. Yeah. He's learned how to win this year. Even though they don't have a winning record, he's learned. All these close losses, it's going to pay off next year. But as for this week, I just like the way Detroit's been playing. Detroit's going to win a close one, and I think it's going to be kind of a high-scoring game. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I got like a mid-scoring game. I think Jags, oh, I, I 20, believe, 26, 27, nah, I, I think, Lions, 16, 17. Nah, I think 30's got to win this, 30-plus. Oh, ooh, okay. 30, 30 to 33 wins this game. Tennessee Titans, the most boring team in football, as you referred to them, go to Philadelphia mm. to play the juggernaut Eagles. This one is hard to do. The I Titans are boring and proficient, and they move the ball, and they don't allow big plays, and their veteran defense plays perfectly into the hands of Jalen Hurts not having a big game. This is the kind of game that the Titans can grind down and win, but I still have the Eagles eking out a close one at home. Ooh. It's time for their second loss. Love that. Only because of this. They cannot stop the run. They can't stop the run, and they're going to go up against one of the best running teams besides themselves this season. It's going to be a close one. I got Tennessee winning this game three points or less with Henry 
having like a 150, 175 rushing yard game. People just run it down the Eagles' throat, and I don't get how. They do. and, and they are, They're more stout than, they, than the numbers show. Well, and people wonder why they went and got Sue and why they went and, and got the, um, Linval Joseph for my team. Yeah. It's because they can't stop the run, and they know it, but they, those two guys, aren't the, they're not the answer. When we get back, I'll tell you about this juicy matchup, and I'll tell you about these juicy grapefruits that go into the grapefruit hibiscus teller lemonade vodka cocktail you're listening to two men on 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal oh this is some some prodigy oh i'm a fire starter paul twisted fire starter paul oakenfold okay same same vein same vein infold i i i actually ended up at one of his shows in vegas no way i bet it was bonkers i had no clue but it was crazy. And people just going bonkers. Oh, man. That was at the height of his powers. There's only one situation that I really like house music or electronic music, and I'm sure you can guess what situation that is. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deshaun's back. We're going to have to talk about this at least for a second. Goes back to the place where he committed the majority of I don't want to call him crimes because he's not a criminal. Alleged. Alleged crimes. There we go. His his proven perversions goes in back into Houston, Texas, where he started his career before going to Cleveland at a record guaranteed contract. Are the tech do the Texans have the ability to play the best game of the year and upset Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns? No, this is set up for a Deshaun Watson redemption game. This is a warm-up for next week. This is a bye week. This is just cut your teeth, welcome back, lay on this pillow. This is, a, this is, a, this is what the NFL's been missing since I've been gone game. Sounds bad, but this is, this is what the NFL is. The NFL is high drama, and they served it up on the platter with this game. So Brown's easy, right? Not even a question. Oh yeah, two, he's going to throw for two touchdowns and run for another. What about like what if the Houston crowd can get into him? The lawyer is bringing his victims to the game. But you got to understand, like, the crowd obviously hates him for leaving no. and hates what he did and hates what he did to the franchise. No, the crowds in elder cities hate him more. I think he has a lot of supporters in Houston. Ugh. He still lives there. God, I hate that so much. It's the truth. You know what I don't hate. Is the Teller Grapefruit Hibiscus Lemonade Vodka Cocktail, Robert? Okay, we got to try this one because I am not a big grapefruit person. Ooh, I am. You are? All right, we we differ on this one. I love sour stuff. Mm -hmm. I love, like, uh, that little mix of sour and bitter that gets you, like, right in the back. Yeah. Right on top of your jaw. I love it. All right, here we go. Let's see. See, that's my favorite one. You know what? That's so good, man. You know what? They took the best of a grapefruit and used <laughs> all of that. Because to me, there's a lot of negative in grapefruit. They took all the good stuff out of it and just threw all threw away the negative. It's just and kept the good stuff. A little bit sour, a little bit sweet, a little bit citrus. And that hibiscus gives it that smooth little little finish. Right. And you can still tell it's it's lemonade. But it's uh 
See, I, I love I love sour beers, and I love like every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while, like sour candy. Yeah, like I like pickles and like vinegary stuff. So I like that little sour twist on my palate. And this is like a sweet, smooth sour twist. This one's my favorite. I'm not going to make any bones about it. This one is my favorite. Uh I don't know, man. This was this is a hard third for me. You unironically are a watermelon guy. Watermelon. And you've been the, a, you've the, been a huge fan of the blueberry. The blueberry too. and then the grapefruit. See, I don't even like ranking them to be honest. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. You know what? That's just the sports in me. That's all. A game with serious playoff aspirations here. The Washington Commanders go down to New York to play the division rival Giants. I am very conflicted on this one. This is a game that I would not want to bet on, but my pick is with the Washington Commanders. I think they are on an upward trajectory. Right. Giants are on a downward trajectory. Uh, again, I'd say it. I wouldn't bet on this game, but I'm going to pick the Commanders because I got to pick somebody. Right. Um, where is this being played? In- it's in uh, it's in Old Jersey, but it's in New York. All right, this grapefruit hibiscus is so good. Okay, I got to go with the Giants on this one. Um, I if 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 they were playing in Washington and Maryland, I would have I would have picked the Commanders because Heineke has been on a roll. Yes, but I don't see the Giants um, like regressing. Okay, um, and this is the perfect opponent for them to play in in Jersey. So I, I'm gonna say. Giants in a real close game. Giants in a close one. Yeah. I got Commanders in a close one. I could see this one going either way. Again, I wouldn't bet on this one. Uh, I would bet on this one. Broncos-Ravens in Baltimore. The Ravens, <laughs> the Ravens have been slacking. So, to me, this is a no-brainer. If yeah. you If you want to waste the leverage, this is a no-brainer Baltimore money line. But what I like here is the Ravens in a bounce-back game. Lamar Jackson gets a couple big plays against, let's state, the best defense in football. Right. But they just can't do enough. Lamar Jackson makes a couple big plays. Ravens win easy. I don't see this one being much of a contest. Yeah, me too. This one, snoozer game of the week. Um, <clears throat> Russell Wilson, get him out of here. It's sad, isn't it? Get him out of here. It's like, gotten to the point where it's like a, a Shakespearean tragedy. Right. You can't even make jokes about this guy anymore because it's just like, wow, is this the same guy I've been watching for all these years? Yeah, he's like almost like on the, the Me Too list. Like you just can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm going to keep talking about it because he's winning in every other aspect of life. Okay, sure. So, yeah, you got to take these L's. Yeah, that's so, a good yeah, point. Uh, the Ravens, big. Ravens big. All right. What might be the game of the week, Dolphins 49ers. My favorite coach, can he go back to San Francisco where he is the coordinator, where the Dolphins stole him from, snatch the pebble from the master, and I think he will. I think Tua is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. While I am not a Jimmy Garoppolo hater, that is a separate aside, the Dolphins have more weapons. While the 49ers do have weapons, I like the Dolphins better. I think the Niners playing, literally playing his offense. He knows every in and out of this team. I think he makes a couple really good adjustments after halftime. 
Dolphins win in a nail biter over the 49ers. Man, me and you, we're usually on the same a lot of oppos. wavelength. A lot of oppos. Not, not tonight, yeah. man. A lot of oppos this week. Um, I think the biggest problem for Tua and Miami are physical teams. And, and this is exactly what the 49ers are. And they're playing in San Fran. I got the 49ers winning this game, making that offense look human for the first time in a while. Niners at home is smart money. I just like the new coach going to his old home and using all that information against his old team. I just think it plays into the season-long storyline. The 49ers are going to make waves in the playoffs no matter what. I just, I just like Miami this week. Man. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It's, it's, not a, it's not a smart pick. I will be honest. It's not a smart pick. I feel, like, I feel like one of us are – one of us won't be answering our phone this weekend. <laughs> We're just probably going to split yeah, just, them. <laughs> We're just going to split them all 50-50. Going right? back and forth. Uh, a game that I thought would be the exact opposite at this time of the year. The Seahawks travel to the Rams. One of these teams is good, <laughs> right. and it's not the one I thought it was. Can the Rams bounce back, or is this just a lost season? No, man. They're playing with a bunch of Madden 62s. <laughs> Everybody's out. If, when Aaron Donald sits out, you know it's bad because sure. he's never missed a game. I don't care what they're saying. He's oh, he's sitting uh, first time he's sitting out because he's hurt. No, he's not hurt. But hurt. He's that pride is hurt. The yeah. Rams are gonna get waxed. It's not even gonna be close. The Seahawks have something to play for. Pete Carroll has those guys rocking. Even in losses, they look good. Yeah, I mean you're so right. Even in losses, they look good. Like they're a competitive team no matter what. They keep it close no matter what. And the Rams don't have the firepower they had last year. And without Aaron Donald holding down that line, Kenneth Walker III is going to run for 150 yards against the Rams. I got the Seahawks. Chargers-Raiders. Raiders are always dangerous in an in-division game. It's in Las Vegas. We know that doesn't matter as much in Las Vegas as it does other cities. I still have the Chargers nutting up coming together, doing what they need to do. Uh, Mike Williams is out. Eckler is hobbled but expected to play. Keenan Allen is hobbled but expected to play. But I still think the Chargers eke out a close one. Who do you got? Oh, come on, man. I'm not going to sit here. And You're not going to doubt Raiders. the boys? No. Okay. I like what I see out of Herbert. Um, even though he doesn't have all of the weapons back, Mike Williams won't be playing. Keenan showing flashes. He's back. Eckler's the man. Gerald Everett is a beast at tight end. That guy's huge. Um, I just feel like as lo- this is the this is the battle of which coach is going to be worse. And I do believe it's going to be. <laughs> that's a, that's a great way. To, that's a great way to look at it. Which coach? Seriously, which coach is the bigger idiot? Which coach is going to mess it up? And I'm going to have to go with McDaniel. So I, I have the Raiders losing another close one like they did in week one. I agree. Week yeah. two, I mean. Week two, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll preview the rest of the games when we get back. We'll also preview the absolute heavy hitter in this Teller lineup, Mariachi Margarita. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, this is a new one right here. This is this has not been in the rotation. Yeah, I haven't heard that one either. I believe that's Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. Oh, is you that are, correct? You are correct. Look, 
my insanely low melanin levels and <laughs> the years that I were in college will make me remember that song forever. That is exactly what that song was. <laughs> You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We have our lunches at 66 Diner and usually a milkshake to go. Mondays, that's for the boys. Howie Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. And the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka and Spirits. And what do I have in my hand right now for the camera? The cleanup hitter of this stout lineup, the Mariachi Margarita from Teller Vodka and Safe House Distilling. I know if you spend a lot of time at Isotope Stadium, you've probably had one of these before. But this is like a perfectly made margarita, and they just give it to you in a can. Yeah, you don't have to do anything but open it. That's it. You don't got to pay some fancy bartender like $22 to shake it up and put it in a glass. You just open it, and it's a fantastic margarita. Yeah, you guys have to go out and purchase all of these so you don't run into guys like me who will act like he actually did that from scratch. Sure, yeah. I haven't passed that off before, but I'm, I, game recognized game. Hey, and my, good job. Yeah, my first two. Yeah, I, uh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Like you pour this into a glass. You pour this into a like salted rim glass. Oh, I think it's a top shelf margarita. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It was like the perfect mix of like sweet and sour and citrus and of course you know a little bit of that tequila, baby. I'm really into it and the mariachi. Logo, so good. The branding at Safe House and Teller Vodka is phenomenal. Yes, yes. That's another thing that drew me in as well. All right. What I would probably consider the game of the week, and by the way, hell of a show, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the calls and the texts, and we really appreciate you being a friend and a friend of the show. We'll wrap up the last three games with Van Nunley right here and Robert Buck D. Gibson on the other side of the glass. You ain't got nothing to pump this weekend, but we're going to pump it hard next week, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So the Kansas City Chiefs travel to the Cincinnati Bengals. Travis Kelsey will not be having any skyline chili. Patrick Mahomes will not be having any skyline chili. But they will be feasting on the soft Bengals defense. I predict and I hope it is an absolute shootout. I hope this is a flag football game where one of the coaches wakes the guys up and rubs a bunch of meth on their gums. <laughs> I hope I hope it's like 63-60. I hope it's just bomb after bomb after bomb. If it's if it's going to be that it's going to be Cincinnati winning the winning that game. Only because I know the uh, the Chiefs have had a lot of, you know, banged up wide receivers. Sure. So if it's going to be a, a shootout, Cincinnati wins that game. Cincinnati's won the last two, and they're at home for this one. And they need to hold their spot in the playoff race. I still can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. It is so hard to do. I don't care where they are. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. I'm not betting against Travis Kelsey, especially the week that he throws shade at Skyline Chili. I especially can't bet up against him that week. I got Chiefs in a close one. I hope it's a shootout, 
But what I think happens is the Bengals realize what they're up against, and they try to hit Joe Mixon really hard. They keep running the ball to try to eat the clock. Because the best way to beat the Chiefs is keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. If Patrick Mahomes, if you're going score for score in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, good luck. I disagree. What is going on today, this man? Is, this is the most split we've ever been on a week all year. I disagree. I think the – I don't think – although it does, you know, it makes sense. If you keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, that's the best way you can beat the Chiefs. But I think that's inevitable. He's going to be on the field a lot. Pressure is what bothers him. Sure. And the one team that I've seen – Besides Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, to keep pressure on Mahomes and make him look un-Mahomes are the Cincinnati Bengals. I got Cincinnati winning this game, and it's a statement game for them to to take a spot as one of the elite teams in the AFC. I got them winning by three to four points, and and they deserve it too. Like they're they're that they're that talented. Joe Burrow is that dude. He had a slow start to the season. That's because of his offensive line, not because his talent or his wide receiver core. I think they stayed afloat with all the injuries that they had, and now that everyone's coming back, sure, we're going to see the team that we saw get to the Super Bowl last year, and that's the team the Chiefs do not like. That's uh, a really good point. I mean, because they were in this exact same position last year. Exactly. I, I know we talked about this last week. We talked about this earlier today on the program. The Bengals were just floating right over 500, got over a few injuries, and then made a run and ended up in the Super Bowl. Which team is it going to be? Right. All right, Cowboy Nation, stand up and go bonkers. The Colts and the Cowboys have a little dance off in Dallas. Jeff Saturday has the Colts playing better. They're still not as good as I thought they'd be at the beginning of the year, but at least they're better. They go into Dallas. Do the Colts have a chance? Or is this just an easy walkthrough for the Cowboys? Nah, man. The Colts have a chance, but it's slim. Cowboys winning this one. Um, I think it's going to be a big game for Dak. And John- I, but I'll, I'll tell you what, not to cut you off. Go. I think this is going to be a fool's gold game for Dallas where they mm. think, oh, Dak did this against them, and it's going to hurt them. I think Dak's going to have a big game, and going forward it's going to hurt them for the rest of the season. I agree. Jonathan Taylor has to go off on 150-plus. It has to bring Dallas defenses in, and they have to hit Michael Pittman big over the top. I don't see both of those things happening. No, it's going to be a lot of sacks. I could see one of the two things happening. Cowboys win easy in this one. I would take Cowboys and the points, and if you're a brave man, buy up another touchdown. Monday night at Howie's Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. i got to get my mind right. Tampa Tom, <laughs> Tampa Tom is coming to Howie's. Hey, look, Taysom Hill, Tampa Tom, we're a big Tom and Taysom house over here. I'm excited for this game. I'm more excited just to hang out at Howie's every Monday. Right. But, hey, Tom Brady on the big screen, that's a beautiful thing. We've, we still haven't had the game to supersede the, the, um, the Howie's environment yet, have we? That's an excellent point. We haven't. No. Nope. The game has never beaten the atmosphere. Never. It's always more fun just to be there than it is to watch a certain specific game. You're right. Nailed it. 
Nailed it right there. I got the Bucks winning easy. Who do you got? Uh, I don't have the Bucks winning easy because it is New Orleans. They do give Tampa, uh, Tampa Tom a lot of problems. But they'll win, but it won't be like a blowout. I'm not mad at that. I just want to see some gadget plays for Taysom Hill. Every time, anytime I want to watch the Saints, it's like give me some weird stuff with Alvin Kamara and give me some weird stuff with Taysom Hill. And you're going to get both. Nice. You're going to get both. Also, you're going to get us at Howie's. Oh, yeah. So stoked for that. Heck of a program today. Thank you so much, Robert Buck D. Gibson. You killed it today. I know your back hurts from carrying me throughout this whole program. Stop it. It's two (laughs) men on, and I just hitched a ride one day, remember? Happy December, everybody. A new month has started. The last month of 2022 just started. I am so stoked for the rest of the year and what is coming next year. Thanks for all the textures. Thanks for all the callers. Thanks to all the friends of the show. Everybody out there, all the friends of the show, all the loyal listeners, we love you so much. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Have a safe weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Yes, be safe. See you guys Monday.